Podcasting from Baldwin, New York. Welcome to the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Bringing you everything Baldwin Athletics, including news, game breakdowns, analysis, interviews, and much, much more. Prepare for the laughs, hot takes, hard questions, and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, ready to dive into everything Bruins sports. Isaiah Bell and Sophia Smith. Welcome back to the Bald and Bruins Sports Podcast. Before we start our first episode for the fall sports season, we want to congratulate all of our winter athletes on their seasons. It was definitely not what we expected or as ideal as everyone would have liked, but a big congrats to everybody for persevering through and finishing strong. Like I said, today is our first episode featuring a fall sport athlete. And personally, I think no better way to kick it off than sitting down and talking to one of the hardest workers and best teammates I know, Aurora Wojcik. Before we start our interview, our game recap today is for our Lady Bruins last game versus Port Washington on the 26th. Not only was it the last game of the season, but it was also senior night for the five graduating seniors, Shania Iglesias, Layla Elor, Naily Dowding, Brianna Benoit, and Trinity Sanchez. This game was just another example of how dominant this team is and has been for about the last decade. Starting off, the team had 18 first quarter points, completely outscoring Port, who only had two in the first quarter. Uh, This trend continued throughout the game, with the Bruins outscoring Port in every single quarter following. This trend in this EZW was led offensively with Shania Iglesias having 16 points and Layla Eler having 15, as well as sophomore Dali Moreno having 13. There was continuously great ball movement across court, up and down the court. Naily and Bree did a great job of that, really showing off their court vision and their sensibility. Something also really noticeable from this game was the presence of the younger girls. Caitlin Simpson and Peyton Doolin each got involved with eight and six points, and junior Paris Nosworthy was consistent with her defense and her aggression, and really her ability to step up to the girl like usual. This senior group is a great group of girls with a bunch of them going to play at the next level. Congrats to the team on an undefeated season and to these seniors. Today's guest is truly the definition of a well-rounded student, being a part of varsity field hockey for the third year, honors orchestra, and probably more APs than I can count while giving that all 150%. Aurora Wojcik is continuing to be a huge part of varsity field hockey this year, coming off of her senior sophomore season, being named All-League, and continuing to start for the team. Aurora, how are you doing today? I'm very excited. How are you so I'm good. I'm glad you could come on. Um, so I want to jump into it. Usually fall sports would have started the last week of August, so a little more than like six months ago we would have already been done with this. How excited were you to finally get the March 1st date to be able to get back with the girls for field hockey? I mean, it just made me super excited just to see everyone's faces like physically in person again because I don't even get to see my own friends in school because I am hybrid. So honestly, just running on the field together, playing together, those two hours are more than I could even ask for. There's definitely a lot of running on the field together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so in the in the last year, in this field hockey hiatus, the team was able to do a couple open gyms before COVID interfered with the safety back in the fall. How have you personally been able to stay with it um, before the season this year? Well, personally, I played with my club team, Lasting Legacy, during the fall, so from September to December. And then during the winter, we actually didn't have a season because it's usually indoor hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, with COVID, my coach said, let's not do that for yeah. the safety of everyone. But I'm really glad that in the fall, I did get to play with my club mm-hmm. team. Every Sunday, we were going at it, and that's what really kept my skills going. Mm-hmm. I think it's 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 pretty obvious how you mentioned like how COVID ended that or didn't want to, you know, you didn't want to do that season. Of course, you didn't want to do that season because of COVID. Um, 
obviously one of the biggest guidelines that we now have to follow playing is playing with a mask. So mouth guard, mask, goggles, how has it been for you so far? Honestly, the mask, it's not that bad, but it does get in the way of the vision sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, especially field hockey, you're looking down at the ball. Yeah. And sometimes, I will admit, I can psych myself out like, oh my god, I'm wearing the mask, like, and I gotta do all this running and breathing. Mm -hmm. But I just remember to, like, calm myself down, like, it's okay, the mask is breathable, mm -hmm. we're outside, so everything's gonna be alright. For sure, and it's, I think it's easy to do it when we remember it's, like, for the greater good of the team. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I want to take it back to your freshman year. I always do this because, but especially with you, I think that the career that you've had so far is really impressive. Starting on your JV team, um, and you got pulled up to varsity at the end of the year, mm -hmm. what were some immediate differences that you saw and, and felt, really, between middle school field hockey and high school field hockey? I think the, the biggest difference that I noticed at first was how fast the game was now. Because in middle school, you know, there's time to set up the ball and get ready for the free hit. But in high school, it was like, go, go, go. Mm -hmm. Like, don't waste a single second. And I personally really like that. And it keeps the energy really high throughout the whole entire game. Yeah, and you say, like, energy is high, like, high intensity. Um, a lot of that intensity and dedica dedication um, is instilled by us by Coach Theo, who was our JD coach, now is our assistant coach for the second year. What are some things you learned from Coach Thiel during your freshman season that you hadn't really been realizing before in the game field hockey? Yeah, if anything, I, I owe it all to Coach Thiel for <laughs> opening my eyes about the sport in general. Like, she opened my eyes to like, oh, like, you actually have to look up when you're playing mm -hmm. and have that sense of the field. It's not just running around with the ball up and down the field and keeping your head down low. It's so much more than that. And then playing club as well. That taught me, wow, there's even more to the sport <laughs> that I yeah. didn't know before and so many other skills that I didn't even know you could do with a field hockey mm -hmm. stick and a ball. But Coach Steele, she really taught me so much about the game, how to be in shape, how to be the best player that you can, mm -hmm. and how to support your teammates. You talk about those skills that you didn't really work on before. Would you say air dribbling is one of those, considering you're, <laughs> if not the best, one of the best air dribblers on our team? Yeah, that and, like, the 3D skills where you're, like, popping the ball mm -hmm. off of the ground. Those are my favorite. <laughs> yeah. We're just waiting for that game that we get to go to the shootout, and Aurora can, oh, can yeah. do all that. <laughs> um, so more about Coach Steele. Obviously, she played field hockey on the same field that we do. Mm -hmm. Um how do you think the team benefits from being coached by someone who not only played field hockey, but played it in the same environment that we are right now? I think it's really special because it just adds so much more history to what we're doing on this field. And it, it, it makes those memories 10 times greater, mm -hmm. thinking like, oh, maybe I could be in Coach Thiel's spot in like eight or 10 years and see myself there and passing down what I'm doing right yeah. now to the next generation of teams. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's definitely special. That's yeah. definitely a word. That season, she named you MVP for the team. How rewarding did that feel, not only as a first-year player on the team, but you also a freshman? Yeah, that man, that made me smile a lot, because <laughs> I, I feel like in the past I hadn't really gone recognized for all mm -hmm. the things that I have done, but getting that award just from my coach, it it just warmed my heart and it made me want to play even more <laughs> than I already did. 
Yeah, definitely a motivational thing to receive, especially feeling how you were feeling that you weren't always recognized for the hard work. Um, at the end of that season, you and a couple girls got brought up to play with varsity for our playoff run. Mm -hmm. How do you think those couple weeks benefited your game and how you play? I think it really helped, especially with preparing for the season that came after that, my mm -hmm. sophomore season, mm -hmm. because then I had a feel for, okay, now these are the girls I'm going to be playing with for my sophomore season. And we started to get that chemistry going, which yeah. is also a really important part of the game. Mm. That time was also when you got to know Coach Hoover better, our head coach. Yeah. You know, he's a he's a coach that always means business and is out to win and wants the greater good for our team and for, for our girls. What did it feel like being in that playoff atmosphere with Coach Hoover and really seeing what the next three years were going to look like for you? I think it was really um, like an eye-opening experience again because, you know, I was just standing on the sideline really watching this playoff game happen, and little did I know the next year that I would be on that you field, not on the sideline. <laughs> yeah. yeah, double overtime. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I didn't expect it to happen that fast, like, oh, like, me from the sideline, and then I'm in that game the next year. So I was like, wow, like, mm -hmm. when I remember watching it, I was like, wow, that could be me. Mm -hmm. And then next year, it is me. And it was. <laughs> Yeah, so like I like like we said, that game was against Port Washington in the semifinal. We lost 2-0. Obviously, that loss did fuel you for wanting to come back next year and and get it done that year. Um, what do you remember specifically from that game that you kind of still take with you to this day? I mean, that was a tough loss for us because yeah. we went in confident. We wanted to go to the county championship. But personally for you, what do you think you took away from that game? I think the one in my freshman year? Or mm, freshman year. Yeah, freshman year. I think I was like, wow, like, I want to make those girls proud. Even though they're not going to be here, mm -hmm. I want to carry that legacy because I know we're going to be playing them again. So let me make them proud and all the other teams that came before me mm -hmm. because we haven't won since 2016, and it's like every time we have this chance. Mm -hmm. So going into my sophomore season, I was like, this is the chance. We can make it happen. Absolutely. And I, I was going to just talk about, you came back next August. You were immediately a big part of our varsity team playing center mid. Um, did you feel a lot of pressure stepping into that spot at the beginning of the season? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> center midfield does a lot, man. I'm running all around the place. Floors everywhere. <laughs> you need me, I'm, I'm running mm -hmm. there. But, yeah, because center midfield, to me, that's such an important position of the game. And Getting that position from Coach Hoover, I was like, wow, yeah. all right, we're, we're with the big dogs oh, yeah. now. <laughs> it definitely, it was it was clear to all of us. It was like, okay, Coach Hoover sees a lot in Aurora, and, and, and you did live up to it as he probably expected you to. Do you feel that way? Yeah, and if anything, with all the experience that I have now since the past year, I feel like I could do even more <laughs> than I did last year. Hey, as your teammate, that makes me super <laughs> happy because I'm like, all right, then I don't maybe I don't have to run to every single ball. <laughs> So I love hearing that. Um, sophomore, you you played that center mid position with Alexis Dyke-Muller backing you. Mm -hmm. um, Alexis, one of the greatest players to go through this program, and I say that with a little bit of bias, but it's also pretty true yeah. when you look at the facts and look at our games. Um, I think people would say that your play styles definitely have their similarities. Um, that being said, were you able to watch her play and learn from her or any other seniors from last year? Yeah, if anything, she was a really big inspiration to me because I knew that I would be like filling in her spot or her position in corners or just mm -hmm. on the field in general and stepping up into that leadership role. 
And just being on the field with her, I was like, wow, okay, so we're going to play like this fast, mm -hmm. and we're going to go all around the place <laughs> like this. And yeah, being with someone, because she does have so much experience outside of school playing field hockey as well. So I saw, wow, like if you really work hard and continuously at it, like year round, mm -hmm. then I can be that good and even greater. Yeah. Wow. I mean, literally, I think everyone at home is like, wow, that's awesome. But listen, as your teammates sitting here listening to all this, I'm like, oh, this is making <laughs> 10 times more excited to play. Um, you talked about filling in for her almost in like corners. We practiced that yesterday. How did you feel in that position where she's the one hitting that ball towards the cage? Yeah, I felt really excited because usually I'm the one receiving her mm -hmm. pass. But just doing that, I was like, wow, all right. I'm having a lot of wow moments that you couldn't tell. <laughs> I was like, all right, you know, I'm driving the ball into that goal. Mm -hmm. And when Coach Hoover gave me that spot, in my head I was like, man, I could really make some goals this oh, season. Because yeah. <laughs> we, we were talking the other day, last year you didn't have as many goals as you would have liked. Because yeah. it is hard as a midi to, to score, but I think definitely this year you're definitely going to have a handful, especially with all the work that you've been doing outside of school. Mm -hmm. um, so last year, your sophomore season, didn't exactly go the way we wanted to. We ended 3-11 and um, outside from our playoff run. What were you able to take away from last season? It was kind of your breakout season. Yeah, if anything, it was the biggest learning experience that I had because, I mean, after losing, every after every game that we lost, I, I did so much reflecting. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, like pinpointing what can go better next time, what can I do? Am I looking around, you know, is there something that I could have done before the game, if anything, or after the game that could have um, prevented this loss or just made it a better game overall? Mm -hmm. I think, like, that is the definition of, like, the like the athlete in you. It's like you, you <laughs> go out, you perform, you try your hardest, but you yeah. can still find imperfections and things that you want to work on. So, again, for, like, the thousandth time, as your teammate, <laughs> this, this is awesome to hear. Um, after the regular season, we returned to that semifinal game we were talking about a couple minutes ago, back up at Port Washington. At first, we were a little upset because we didn't win against Manhasset, which mm -hmm. would mean that our semifinal playoff game, for people that don't know, would be back up at Port Washington. Um, I think everyone who played in that game, myself included, has their own memories of what went down in that overtime win. Personally for you, I just want you to talk, what do you remember about that day and about that game? For, literally from the bus <laughs> ride to the end. <laughs> okay, so I remember because I think it became like 2-2 before mm -hmm. we went into the first overtime. And I was thinking, oh man, mm -hmm. we're going to go into 1v1s with the goalie. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't know that we had double overtimes. I thought it was only one. Yeah. But I just have such vivid memories. Like I remember one time like we were in the circle on our offense and I played defense on on Port Washington mm -hmm. and I got the ball back but I only remember this because the ball hit my goggles <laughs> and then back to the ground and then um another time when I got the ball back it hit like my collarbone oh, no. but it doesn't matter because we got the ball back <laughs> and that's how we got the corner mm -hmm. and then I remember thinking after the first overtime because we were still in a tie I was like oh man mm -hmm. it's happening now the 1v1 is happening mm -hmm. but then we went into double overtime. overtime i was like i didn't even know this could happen <laughs> <laughs> until it actually did happen mm -hmm. and so um yeah so when we go into overtime it's just 7v7 instead of 11 players on the field so you know this is my first time playing like 80 minutes yeah. i think yeah so i'm really exhausted at this point but if anything, I had so much trust in the seven players that were on that mm -hmm. field with me. 
I was like, like I felt it in my heart, like we're gonna do this. Mm -hmm. And I, I clearly remember seeing Dana score yep. that winning goal. I remember I was on the left side of the field. Uh -huh. I was like, she's gonna do it. Like I know she's gonna do yeah. it. And then she did it. She did it. <laughs> I think that was, that was probably my favorite memory of my ball and field career. And and like you said, it was your first time playing 80 minutes. Mm -hmm. And also being recognized enough that it was an easy yes for you to go in that 7v7. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about earlier feeling like, you know, you ha Coach Hoover has a lot of trust in you. What did that prove to you that it was like, okay, yeah, and Aurora's going in like an automatic choice? Yeah, because a lot of the time I doubted myself mm -hmm. that season and I wasn't feeling 100% confident, if I'm being honest. But being in that 7v7, I was like, wow, okay, so... I'm, I'm really invested now and they trust me so I have no reason to not trust myself right. and doubt myself anymore mm -hmm. we're getting very like psychological <laughs> I love it though um so after that game we you know kept practicing at Oceanside Park we went to our county championship versus Pequa which you are also a huge part in that game how proud of you of yourself were you for being such a needed strength on this team not only as a sophomore but throughout the entire playoff run that we had last year Man, it just felt an honor to be in that county game because in eighth grade I was a ball girl mm -hmm. for your county yeah. game, and then on in ninth grade I was on the sideline mm -hmm. watching the playoff game. And then, man, my sophomore season I was like, wow, like this is it. Mm -hmm. This is the moment that I've been watching since eighth grade. Mm -hmm. And even though we didn't win, it was just I think it was just a great way to finish playing with the girls that I love, especially the seniors. Uh, that as our last game and finishing as strong as we could, it just meant so much to me. And, and that's one of the reasons why I still remember like every second on that mm -hmm. field. Yeah. I, I think, I, I think I remember that you were a ball girl, but I remember when I was being a ball girl for the county game in eighth grade, it was just like, whoa, like this is like, this is next level. Yeah. Like, we were, what was it? Adelphi? Yeah, it was, Adelphi, it was Adelphi. It was like night. at night, all the lights were on. And then Last year, we literally played in that game mm -hmm. for a big majority of it, so definitely a pat on the back for yourself. Um, so one of the reasons you're so vital to this team is because of your dedication to the sport outside of school. Can you talk a little bit more about playing with Lasting Legacy? Yeah, so I started playing with them the spring season of my freshman year, and then um, I started playing with them again this fall, the previous fall. Okay. Um, because I was going to do the spring again in my sophomore season, but obviously due to COVID, I couldn't. Mm -hmm. But yeah, my freshman season with them, that was like the biggest eye-opening moment that I had, even though I'm having a lot of those moments. <laughs> For <laughs> that sure. That was like the biggest one because a lot of these girls on the team, they go to like D1 schools, like they're all college commits. And this was an even higher level of hockey mm -hmm. that I was introduced to. I'm so glad that I even like found the club team just by doing a little Google search. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for that, I would not be the player I am today. So thank God Aurora did that Google search. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because Aurora's gonna be a big part of our success this year. Um, again, about your dedication and motivation, you created your field hockey Instagram over quarantine. Mm -hmm. What made you want to do that? I think I wanted to show like other athletes, like yes, this is this is a tough time and. Mm -hmm. As teenagers, I know it's it's easy to you know become depressed and stay in bed all day. Yeah. But for athletes specifically, I want to show control what you can control right now, mm -hmm. and we can use this time to get so much better. Even if it's just playing in your backyard like I did, or yeah. playing on your patio, or in the parking lot, or mm -hmm. going to the park, little things like that. 
it will pay off like mm -hmm. tomorrow and the next day after that. Yeah, and it absolutely did for you. Yeah, I, I know. I was I was in quarantine and I was like, oh, like Aurora has a new account, and I was watching and I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> this is what we need. Um, so, like I said, you're gonna be playing center mid again this year mm -hmm. with some. You know, we have some new additions. We have to shift some things around. What do you feel like? your responsibilities as a center mid, you know, without having the backer that we used to have. Um, what kind of responsibilities does that bring on? Especially, you know, you're playing both sides of the ball. Mm -hmm. I think one, like, big new responsibility that I have is directing all our girls on the field, especially the forwards in the midfield, because, you know, I got defense and the goalies mm -hmm. directing what I can't see behind right. me. But I think that's um, a big job that I do have this year that I didn't have last year mm -hmm. is really communicating a lot more and directing my teammates so we can you know get the ball and go straight off on offense for sure and um, I'm sure that you have some goals also personally and for the team what are some of those this year well I definitely want to score more <laughs> that's like my biggest goal and I think just supporting my teammates throughout the entire part because I can get a bit quiet sometimes and think a lot in my head and sometimes I forget, you know, to actually like cheer Say, them yeah. on and be like, you got this and not just in my head. Mm -hmm. So that's that's something I'm looking forward to. Yeah. No, I think your positivity definitely lifts us all up and then the product that you put in the field is just it's just a perfect combination. Thanks. And we're all super lucky to have you. Um it's kind of crazy how involved you are, yet how you really excel at like everything you do. Um, to name a couple extracurriculars besides field hockey, Aurora plays lacrosse. She's in athletes helping athletes, mathletes, jazz club. Five years consecutively in the All County Music Festival. You're always doing Nisma. <laughs> uh, how? How? That's a great question, <laughs> Sophia. I feel like over the years, I found like. Okay, some things they come easily to me, like mm -hmm. natural born talents, but I feel like with field hockey and music, those are the two that I was like, all right, this is what I'm gonna work hard at, you know, because like hard work beats talent. Right. We all know that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what, let me take my natural born talents, yep. but bump them up <laughs> to the next level. <laughs> Put those on 100. And, and it has been successful for you. So, you know. I love that for you. Um, you also took dance for 12 years. Yeah. So I'm confident in saying that you're literally the most well-rounded person I know. Uh, do you think there are things you can take from growing up with dance that help you in field hockey and lacrosse? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, taking dance class for 12 years in such a great environment too, like my teachers there were so supportive. Mm -hmm. It really taught me discipline because similar to like dance and sports, you got to have that discipline and like because like in dance, say we're doing a certain pose or something where you have to hold it up and you're on your toes, you got to have that deep within you like, all right, I can do this. Or if you can't get that dance move this time, you keep trying it. You keep doing it over and over and over again until you don't make that mistake. And I think that also translates into, into sports. Wow. So just, you just got it. You just got <laughs> it. We're going to add motivational speaker to that list. Um, all right, so now comes time for our unbearable questions. All right. Um, first unbearable question, pre-game or the night before, what do you have to eat? Oh, man, this might not sound like the ideal thing, but it's a chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to have it. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I'm like, all right. This cookie's good. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> Has this turned into almost like a superstition for you now? 
Yeah, I think so. If I don't have those three little cookies, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not even worried about like the carbs and stuff. Just, I gotta have my little cookies. Have <laughs> That's I love that. Um, and then our second unbearable question: Walk out song, getting called onto the stage, uh, onto the onto the stage, onto the field at Burnham Middle School for our county game. What or, or you know or or any stage of competitive field hockey? What is your walkout song that is really just gonna pump you up for this game? I feel like, believe it or not, the Avengers theme song, the one that nice. we played in orchestra. Yeah. But we would have to walk out in slow motion, and <laughs> I want some little smoke effects yeah. behind us. That, that's exactly how I picture it. <laughs> I think we need to make this happen now. <laughs> I think so too. Uh -huh. Well, we're going to go to counties, and we're going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Aurora, this has been a great interview. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. And um, good luck this year. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> We want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. Your support means so much to us and for the future of the Bald and Bruins Sports Podcast. A big good luck to all the fall sport athletes. We hope everyone can stay safe and healthy through the season. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Bruins Podcast for updates and info about the show. We really have a great lineup coming for the rest of the fall sports season, so please stay tuned. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all streaming platforms. Check us out on Instagram at Bruins Podcast. Join us next time for more news, analysis, interviews, and everything Baldwin sports.